souls at sundown get advice and tunes when you don't even know what to freaking do souls at sundown keeps it fresh and new every other friday with megan hughes Hi friends and welcome back to Souls at Sundown. This is episode 61 and today's topic is feminism. And I really wanted to talk about this topic, one, because somebody, one of my listeners suggested it, and two, because I just, I don't know, I love feminism. I think it's a great topic. I think it's one of those things where we just do it. We just are in support of the movement, but we don't really talk about how it came to be. Um, I won't be getting too much into feminist history because to be honest with you, I really don't know much, Um, but I am just going to be talking about my personal experience as a feminist and what I think is important about it. And also the reason I wanted to do this as well is to play a bunch of female rappers. And I wanted to play female rappers specifically because I feel like rap is kind of a male-dominated genre of music, you know? Rap and hip-hop in general, very male-dominated. It's always nice to hear some nice female queens just rapping as well. And um, honestly, female rap is kind of my favorite rap these days. And I love so many female rappers. And a lot of you sent in some female rappers for me to play in this as well. And yeah, let's just freaking play the first person who kind of inspired me to do this, which is Megan the Stallion. She spells her name M-E-G-A-N and then T-H-E-E Stallion. And I found a freestyle of hers that was kind of going viral on Twitter. And it was the first time I had ever seen her, heard of her. And I was like, holy shit, this girl is a legend. She's so good. And now she's making me want to make a feminist episode of my podcast and then just only play female rap. And then I decided just to freaking do it. So shout out to Megan the Stallion. This is my favorite song of hers. It's called Freak Nasty. And I just have to, you know, put a disclaimer really quickly and say that it's very explicit. <laughs> she is crazy. And I love it. I love that she talks about sex so freely and openly. And it's just, she's so funny. I love all of the lyrics in this song. Um, and it's one of those things where I play it when I'm driving and I just lose my mind. I'm just like rapping alone in my car. Um, so I hope you enjoy Freak Nasty. And then I'm also going to follow it up with another nasty song from Rico Nasty, who is another one of my favorite female rappers. She is such a legend. She has more of like a raspy voice. So you'll definitely be able to tell the difference between the two. Um, but this song that I'm going to play from her is called Bitch I'm Nasty. And it gets me so hyped up. It is just one of those like get real excited anthems for me. It should be on my Hype Boys playlist on Spotify, honestly. I have too much male rap on there, not enough girls. So anywho's, enjoy these tunes. Welcome to the freaking show. I'm running through your nigga house like a Tomb Raider. You gotta pass around, nigga. He a hot potato. I told him, eat it or get out. That's your ultimatum. But stop licking my pussy hard. That shit aggravating. Uh, he ain't mine. I just let him eat me out from time to time. Call it pussy booty tang. Cause I got the runny kind. He can't compare me to none of these bitches. I got that Beyonce, that dream girl that listen. Freak, freak, freak nasty. Go a couple of rounds, leave that dick up in the casket. I ain't wanna take the nigga from you. It just happened. You know I ain't come, boy, if you had to ask me. 
freak, 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 nasty. Dick on my hand, then I put it in his pants. Get the plan with that cock and make that motherfucker bam. And I walk and I talk like a pimp, cause I am. Alley boot front say, tell my pussy, hey, huh? Fancy top, ain't me heading up a way. Stormy Daniels, head from the head of state. Hey, Tweety Lee, make it clap on his face. Hey, freak, 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 nasty. Ain't gon' get no pussy, but he hoping that he do. Walking all over the niggas, so he buy me all my shoes. Quick, calling him a trick if he only buy your food. Hey, freak, 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 nasty. Ice on my neck, let it drip down my chest. Looking at this motherfucking money, make me wet. Rich bitch, pussy only come for a check. My contact list look like the yellow pages. I do not say these niggas' names. I remember faces. Tonight, put you in a minute. Why you still? Claiming. But if he ever hit this pussy, he gon' still stop me And if you got a new bitch, why you still calling? And I look better than that hoe, that's why she made you block me I like to show up for them haters talking bad about me Trying hard to find a flaw, but you still watching Hey, freak nasty motherfucker yeah. Kiss with the tongue, I don't wanna fuck a nigga if he ain't hung He a lot of fun if he eat at night one If he got a lot of funds, I'ma hit it like, uh Money make me come, tryna give me some Looking at these numbers on my checks like, uh Hot it, uh, Creole mommy, huh? She gon' fucking run, but the stally get it up. Oh, free, 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 nasty. Go a couple of rounds, see that dick up in the casket. I ain't wanna take the nigga from you, it just happened. You know I ain't come, boy, if you had to ask me. Free, free, freak, nasty. Lick on my hand, then I put it in his pants. Get the plan with that cock and make that motherfucker bam. And I walk and I talk like a pimp, cause I am. Hey, pussy wet, diamonds on my neck. I'm a hot girl, so I make these niggas sweat. If you fucking with me, then you Fucking with the best. If you say he a dog, I'ma treat him like a pet. Uh, Jimmy John Nick told him give it to me quick. Who can love you like me, but nobody can sweat. Rich bitch pussy, I can take you out of debt. Rich bitch pussy, only come for a check. Check, freak, 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 nasty. Go a couple of rounds with that dick up in the casket. Hey, 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 freak, 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 nasty. Freak, 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 nasty. Freak, 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 nasty. Bitch, I'm nasty. Bitch, I'm nasty. Bitch, I'm nasty. Bitch, I'm, bitch, I'm nasty. Bitch, I'm nasty. Bitch, I'm nasty. Kenny, bitch, I'm nasty. Rico, bitch, I'm, bitch, I'm nasty. Shit, but she living in a kid room. Bitches wanna hate some up with a big room. I've been making big moves. You been fucking mad dudes. Why you fucking mad, dude? Is it cause I'm making money like a dad do? Why you sucking random niggas like a vacuum? I don't know why she went to the bathroom. But I know what this motherfucking cash do. Sweet like a pop tart. Don't take it too hard. Play it you that smart. I don't need your chart. I don't need your part. I just need to smoke. I just bitch. Fuck you. Rico, calm down. Bitch, I'm charged up. Wanna beef, get your bar up. I am the best bar none, and I'm screaming fuck Trump. Black girls, stand up, bitch. I'm nasty, and I don't give a fuck like what is classy. Smoking on cappy, and my voice is raspy. I know these hoes can't stand me. I'm a black queen and a black coupe with some black niggas and some black suits. If you run up on us and they gon' shoot, I don't really care what you kids do. I don't really care what you bitches do. I'm that bitch, shawty. Who are you? Bitch, I'm nasty. 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 That song had a rather abrupt ending, but it faded out well. Love you, Rico Nasty. Love you, Megan the Stallion. 
total legends right there. I'm so happy I got to play them for you guys. Um, as you might be able to tell now, a lot of the female rap I listen to, the lyrics are either talking about taking their power back or them being the shit or them being like super, super sexual or just acting a fool, you know? Um, and Megan Thee Stallion specifically is very sexual in her music and has lyrics that are always just like, I don't know, something along the lines of her pussy being good and he likes it or like tell him that these hoes can fight me or bite me and I don't know. Um, But yeah, a lot of her lyrics are like that and I just, I honestly find it pretty funny and quite entertaining, Um, but I understand that maybe it's not everybody's cup of tea and I just, okay, let me explain why I like this type of music because I think it's specifically kind of, if, if the gender roles were flipped, like if it was a man saying, you know, my dick's so good, she, okay, after I said that, I realized, oh wait, men do actually do that. <laughs> Especially people like Tyga, he has the most relentless lyrics I have ever heard when it comes to just like really blatant disrespect of women um, or just like being really sexual in all of his songs towards women, which is, you know, it's his own shit. But um, I kind of, I just like females being able to do this because in my head, I'm like, okay, they're taking the power back. They're not giving all of it away to men to just like objectify them. Like they will do the fucking same in, in their songs if they have to. And a lot of the time, these lyrics, they're not like objectifying. It's quite just honest about her being extremely confident. Um, and I love that. I love a good confident woman, especially in a sexual scenario. I feel like you have to have confidence with people because if you're just constantly doubting like how you look or what's going on in the situation and just being like, oh, I don't know, I'm not good at this. It can be seen as unattractive rather than somebody kind of just like taking the reins in the scenario and being super confident in executing exactly how they want it to play out, which I'm all for women getting what they want want when it comes to sex. Obviously, consensually and all of those good things. Um, But yeah, I mean, like, don't be afraid to communicate what you want. And I feel like she's really doing that in her sexual speech and her songs. Um, But that was a separate tangent there. I really just wanted to talk about my personal introduction to feminism, I guess. And I don't think that there was a specific moment where I was ever like, oh, I'm a feminist now. You know, it was always just kind of ingrained in me to be supportive of other women and fight for women's rights and their power to do things and fight for equal representation and equal pay and all of these things. Um, so that was really my draw to feminism. And, you know, I, I'm down to have a debate with some of you in the comments if you listen to this and you're like, oh, I'm a woman, but I'm not a feminist because I really want to understand why, like why you don't identify as a feminist because I just feel like being a woman inherently makes me a feminist. Like why wouldn't I want to fight for fear female rights, you know? And I also am in full support, obviously, of anybody who doesn't identify as a female being a feminist as well. I'm not trying to say that like, just because you're female means you have to be a feminist. And also, guess what? We don't accept anybody who isn't female. You know, it's like, it's not um, an attack on men to be a feminist. And I feel like that kind of makes women maybe turn the other direction sometimes and be like, 
like, no, I don't identify as that because they think that feminists are like man haters, which is totally untrue. Um, Definitely not true for myself. I'm sure that there are women out there who do strongly hate men and identify as feminists and like, that's whatever, but that's not my feminism, you know? And when I say those words, my feminism, I'm saying them in quotes because this is obviously a very personal thing, you know, social movements and all of these types of things. They're, they're very dependent on the person who's practicing them. And so it's very important to be aware of, I guess, the type of feminist you are and making sure you are not being exclusatory with your feminism, which is a huge problem nowadays. And there's a a bunch of different types of feminism. Um, There's obviously mainstream feminism, there's anarchist feminism, there's black and there's womanist feminism, cultural, um, eco-feminism. There's many, many different types um, that you could, I guess, fall under this subcategory of. But the thing that I find most important when it comes to practicing any kind of feminism is being aware of um, practicing intersectionality with your feminism. So to be an intersectional feminist, I I didn't understand what those words meant for a while. Um, Honestly, probably until I read Bad Feminist by Roxane Gay. Wonderful book. Would totally suggest reading that if you're trying to understand feminism a little bit more and also um, just understand it from a Black woman's perspective. And she is so fucking smart. I love you, Roxanne Gay. Um, I learned a lot from that book, and so I would definitely recommend reading that. That's just a tangent, but um, I didn't know what intersectionality in feminism was for a very long time, so if you don't either, I'm going to read you the definition right now. Intersectionality is basically a branch of feminism which identifies how different aspects of social and political discrimination overlap with gender. So we're talking race, we're talking sexual orientation, we're talking your gender identity, your nationality, and disabilities. And so these are all different things that you need to keep in the back of your mind while you're talking about feminist issues, because what affects you might affect somebody else very, very differently, and they might have a completely different view on things because of how they were raised, how they came to be, how they identify, how their race affects their life. Like There is so many things um, to be aware of when you just kind of blindly say you're a feminist, because it's like, well, are you being inclusive though? And that question I really found hard to navigate at first. Like, am I being inclusive when I am talking about feminist issues? Because growing up as a young gal in the South, I barely even knew anybody who identified as queer, let alone had a different gender identity or wanted me to address them differently, you know? So I really started becoming, I guess, more exposed and aware of those things when I moved out of the South. And not to say that that doesn't exist in the South, obviously. Uh, My suburban upbringing just did not (laughs) expose me to that, Um, which is really important to note when you're like in feminist situations because like I said, how you're brought up can affect so many different things. So that was a huge thing for me is like, oh, I don't understand this. Let me one, do my damn research Two, have experiences with people who have different views than me and ask them about it and ask questions and not be afraid to, because as long as you're not offending anybody, I'm 
for the most part, people are very open to talking about these things if you are curious and want to learn. Um, so that's a huge thing is like you have to want to learn about other people and care and not just write things off as, oh, that's that's beyond me. You know, I don't understand that branch of feminism, so I'm just not going to get into it. It's like, no, fucking have conversations and learn your shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this. Fuck. Anyways, I have gone on a tangent here, okay? Um, I'm really feeling called right now to share a specific scenario that I had recently when I was with a group of women in Portland, though, because this was like a really interesting circle for me to be in. It was one of my very first times being in a social situation in Portland around women who are the same age as me. Um, and I was at a party and basically I was having a conversation with one girl and she was there with her partner, her girlfriend, and I was just really connecting with them and I was just having conversation and then somebody else interrupted basically to ask the girl I was talking to if she identifies as a woman, basically, if she identifies as she, her and what her pronouns are. And then we all went around the circle and said our pronouns. But I felt like that was such a weird um, situation for me, not because of us sharing our pronouns. Like I'm fully, fully into safe spaces and making people feel okay and addressing them in the ways that they want to. But the fact that like somebody else interjected to ask what somebody else's pronouns were. It's like, you have to be really, really fucking careful when it comes to stuff like that. Because if I was identifying her or, you know, labeling her as something she was not, I would most definitely hope um, that she would have said something to me personally, you know, pulled me aside and felt comfortable enough to share that information with me. And for somebody else just to be like, oh, wait, I'm sorry, you're addressing her wrong. Does she even identify as that? It's like, that is not your job. And I don't share this story to make anybody feel poorly. I share it because it was such a confusing scenario for me to be in, for one girl to interrupt a conversation I was having just to ask another woman, like if she even identified as that. It's like, I know you probably had good intentions, but it's just not your job, you know? And I feel like it almost makes the other person feel excluded because what if she just felt really uncomfortable with sharing her pronouns with, with somebody in general or like wasn't, you know, if she was questioning or wasn't sure or just was anxious in general and didn't know us. That was like the bottom line is we, we were all just getting to know each other. So I don't know, man. I, I understand that people have good intentions, but it's like, it's really, really important to me personally to give people um, safety in conversations, to let them open up to me if that's how they feel, you know, and not force anybody to share any kind of information with me if they don't fucking want to. So I guess that was just an odd odd situation for me to be in. Um, and I, yeah, I just wanted to share it because I think that I have been exposed to more of those things from moving to Portland recently, like in being around different crowds of people who are very hyper aware of social justice and issues and just little idiosyncrasies 
in social scenarios and making sure to be super politically correct at all times, but almost to the point of like um, making other people feel uncomfortable. You know, it's like, let's just give people the space to do whatever the hell they want. I'm an understanding gal. I'm super all open, all ears. You know, you can share anything with me and I would hope that people meeting me would feel safe, but not attacked and be like, you have to share this with me. So I guess that's kind of what I'm trying to say is like, be aware of these things, but don't attack anybody, okay? <laughs> and on that note, I am now going to play my Puerto Rican bae, Princess Nokia. She is queer, she is fierce, and she is amazing. And my favorite song by her is uh, Brujas. And Bruja is basically like a Spanish word for witchcraft and witches. And um, this song is kind of just about her kind of identifying as a Bruja. And just, I, I find it so interesting and also kind of relatable to myself as well, because I love a good medicinal herb, you know? I love some good witchy shit. I love full moons and casting spells on shit in my mind and all of that kind of stuff. And so this song is very catchy and also relatable to me, and I love it. So enjoy some Princess Nokia. She's so iconic. And by the way, I'm gonna play the version of this song that is in the music video. So there's basically like some kind of Spanish prayer or a song at the beginning. I'm not exactly sure what is being said, but I think it's nice to keep in, okay? And you should go watch the music video because it's also iconic just like her. Okay, enjoy. <laughs> Asesu olodo kai 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 yemaya olodo kai 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 asesu olodo la dio que 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 yemaya olodo awalodo mio we give them ghetto bitches, speaking in tongue bitches. Fall on the floor, that's hate on the floor. Beat them ghetto bitches, speaking in tongue bitches. Fall on the floor, that's hate on the floor. Beat them ghetto bitches, speaking in tongue bitches. Fall on the floor, that's hate on the floor. Beat them ghetto bitches, speaking in tongue bitches. Fall on the floor, that's hate on the floor. Talk shit, we the cat spells. Walk weeds, walk nails, corn rope, pig tail.
reaching my altar. Got coins on the counter. I'm reaching my altar. I'm reaching my altar. I'm reaching my altar. Got coins on the counter. Don't you fuck with my energy. 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 Cast the spells with my cousin. I'm the head of this coven. I'm a shape shifting bitch. song so fucking much. I also love Tomboy by Princess Nokia. Um, Anything off of 1992 Deluxe is fire. And I really wanted to quickly share, um, just in case I don't get the time to play all of the female rappers that you guys tweeted me today, um, I just wanted to share some so you guys can, you know, just get some friggin' ideas of your own, okay? Um, Or just some new artists to listen to on your own time, am I right? So other than the women I've played so far, some peeps suggested Jungle Pussy, Carrie Foe, Kamaiya, uh, which is spelled K-A-M-A-I-Y-A-H, and Baby Mother. I'll probably play Baby Mother in this if I have time because I fucking love her too. Somebody else suggested Angel Hayes or Bia. Someone said Cupcake. Um, Cupcake's music is not really for me. I know she's very freaky and kind of out there too, almost like Megan Thee Stallion, but I have listened to her and it's not really my thing, but rock on if that's what you enjoy. Someone else said Young M.A. Someone said Alex Malley or Molly, um, M-A-L-I, and Lizzo, and who else? Cardi B and Jamila Woods, Lil Debbie as well. When somebody told me Lil Debbie, I was like, holy shit. I have not heard Lil Debbie's music in so long. When I found out about Sean, I also found out about Lil Debbie and Be Nasty, and I would listen to them a lot in high school, so that kind of brought up back a lot of memes for me, which was pretty funny. Anyways, I wanted to briefly talk about Princess Nokia because many moons ago, I put in a clip from an interview of hers that she did with Absol, where they were talking just about hip hop and rap, and not only the origination but um, like feminism in rap and hip hop. And I think that Princess Nokia is really well-spoken when it comes to things like this. She is just like, so good in interviews at talking so eloquently and um, talking about really, I guess, kind of more sensitive topics and just making them more um, understandable for 
all peeps. So that is why I love her. I think that she just talks about things so well. And I really love her just so openly um, kind of taking back the word tomboy and being like, this isn't a bad thing to be. Like she has a song called Tomboy where the lyrics are over and over again, my little titties and my fat belly. And she's just so cute. Like I love her body confidence and how she doesn't give a fuck about how she dresses or how she has like a little happy trail like me. She was honestly one of the very first people who I saw rocking a happy trail online and like owning the fuck out of it. And it made me so much more confident in mine and made me not want to like keep shaving it off. So shout out to her for that. Um, I really just love a good body confident queen and she is so good at all of those things. She's just a feminist icon in my understanding of the word um, or the phrase, not the word, that is two words together. Anyways, um, I'm going to now play another song for you because I uh, just want to, okay? I said that I was going to play Baby Mother if I had time and oh, I have time, okay? And I'm gonna do it right now. My favorite song by her might be rather, you know, just uh, average for me to say, <laughs> but I love rules so much from her. She's so funny in this song and it's really just the tea, okay? So enjoy. <laughs> Wiped I'm on the flight, I got the show, I got the go. You can't get your pussy to a nigga who not used to get pussy, cause that pussy gon' be everybody business. You can't say a dope to these niggas, cause they broke and they snitching, got these niggas busting shots up in your business. You can't get your pussy to a nigga who not used to get pussy, cause that pussy gon' be everybody business. You can't break bread with these niggas, give heads to these niggas, they yeah. ungrateful of mama, that's bad. Yeah. You can't say adults to these niggas Cause they broke and they snitching Got these niggas busting shots up in y'all business Told my baby daddy Boy, these niggas not your niggas They just getting money with your makeup In the mold and them it's over with Niggas kicking in the unit AK-47 bullets busting Now we stressing Gotta move, switch schools Lost a blessing, learned a lesson Now we barely get to speak He in rehab with his mind on that PTSD
Cause that pussy gon' be everybody business You can't say adult to these niggas Cause they broke and they snitching Got these niggas bustin' shots up in your business You can't get your pussy to a nigga Who not used to getting pussy Cause that pussy gon' be everybody business You can't break bread with these niggas Give head to these niggas They ungrateful of mama That's bad for business You, you can't get your pussy to a nigga Who not used to getting pussy Cause that pussy gon' be everybody business You can't say adult to these niggas Cause they broke and they snitching Got these niggas bustin' shots up in your business You can't get your pussy to a nigga Who not used to getting pussy Cause that pussy gon' be everybody business You can't break bread with these niggas Give head to these niggas They ungrateful little mama This bad for Oh, God, that beat is so crazy good. I love it so much. Um, And I really wanted to ask a question here, kind of like I was talking about earlier. Just I'm asking questions constantly in hoping that if I ever offend somebody that they will say something to me and then I can understand why it offended them and then move on, you know, after coming to a conclusion. So my question is, is it... I don't know, um, problematic of me to play music that has excessive use of the N-word because I'm obviously, when I listen to these songs, I don't like say the N-word all the time. I just think it's a great song and that it's wonderful and want to share it with people, but I never want people to hear that and be like, oh my God, you dumb racist white girl, you know? And so I never want to just offend anyone. So that's why I'm asking. Um, I would appreciate if a person of color would comment on this in the comments of this on SoundCloud and just kind of let me know if like that personally offends you for you to see a white girl listening to a song in her car or something or playing it on her podcast where thousands of people listen when like That's not my word to use, you know, and I never want to hurt anyone's feelings. So if that's problematic of me, please let me the hell know. Moving on. I wanted to briefly discuss men in my life who identify as feminists and how it makes me feel. And how it makes me feel is great. And I just have such a specific memory in my head of the first time that I realized, oh, wow, Finley is really a feminist and I am fucking into it, man. Well, one, he's always been very supportive and very... um, like adamant about making me feel safe and heard and listening to my trauma or my traumatic experiences and not just being like, uh uh-huh, I hear you, but truly like, let's work through this and I'm here for you and I will never do anything like that to you. So please just like, let me know if any triggers come up and I will step away, you know? And he helped me so much at the beginning of when I first started seeing him with like moving through and past my trauma and not just like letting it absolve my whole life um, or my future relationships because of the pain I was caused by one specific man in general. You feel me? So that's like one big time that I was like, oh, hell yes. This is Feminist Finley for the win. And also the second time I was like, hell yes, was at the very beginning of when we first started hanging out more one-on-one. And he came with my friends and I to the Women's March in LA and was just like 
making his voice so heard and it was just so fucking cute and inspiring to see. And I don't mean to say making his voice heard in a way that was like overpowering all of the women's voices there. Like he was truly just there to, I don't know, be a supportive hand to hold in a way, you know? And he also always would be kind of hyper aware of when we're out on the street in specific scenarios and men would cat called me when we were living in LA. Um, he's always been very aware of how that affects not only me, but him as well. And there is one scenario that I want to share. And I feel like maybe I've shared this on the podcast before. Um, forgive me if I have, <laughs> but this is one scenario where he acted in a way that was kind of, I guess, brash or very like, I'm just making this decision and it's just happening. And I don't think he even thought about it, but the way that he reacted afterwards was so important to me um, that there was a lesson learned and that he was going to do the work. So the scenario I'm talking about was basically I have been catcalled by one guy in a group of like five, I'd say 18 to 20 year old guys. And basically I was walking in front of Finley and the they were walking past us in a line and the last guy in the line um, just said something to me either like about my tits or he just seemed kind of like taken aback by my breasts <laughs> and said something kind of gross. And then Finley was just like, what did you just say, man? And then pushed him into a bush and then the kid got up and just like, punched Finley directly in the face. And then he was just basically surrounded by like all of the guy's friends. And I was just standing there alone. And after that scenario happened, obviously he didn't get like severely beaten up. Everything just kind of fizzled out after that. And everybody was just like, okay, let's move on our way. But when we went back to the apartment, I was like, I'm so upset at you. That made me even more threatened in that scenario, even more unsafe because of how you reacted. That was not an, oh, let me protect. I realize you're probably acting in that way. You know, <laughs> that's what I was telling him. Like, oh, let me protect my woman. Let me just help her out. But I was then alone while you were fighting that guy on the ground and four of his friends were just there and could have like fucking taken me, just the worst of the worst could have occurred, you know? And after that happened, he was like, oh my God, like I can't react in that toxic way anymore. I have to be able to have a conversation with people and be like, hey, don't say that, okay? And if he wants to stick up for me, then fine. But for the most part, like I can stick up for myself. And that was really like the lesson that was learned was, hey, I don't need you to punch people in the face for me because that's not what I want. <laughs> and that's not what the situation needs. The situation needs us to talk to them and explain to them that it's not okay to do that and say those things to people like, sure, have your own fucking thoughts in your head about how I look. I know I was looking good that night, okay? But you don't have to like say some gross shit about my tits to me when you pass me because it just makes me feel uncomfortable. And yeah, so that was just one specific scenario to where I felt like he truly understood why what he was doing was also toxic. And he has never done that ever again. 
And granted, we don't live in LA anymore and I'm never catcalled anymore. I've never been catcalled on the streets of Portland. People are so friendly here. And not to say that that doesn't happen or like male hate crimes don't happen to women here in general because 100% they do. Um, But we live in the country now and we live in kind of the middle of bumfuck. So I'm not like walking the streets of a huge city every day, um, which just makes the odds even higher. And I feel like Feminism really came into my life a lot in kind of a more radical and loud way when I was living in LA because I so desperately just wanted to scream in people's faces like, don't talk to me like that, you know? Oh, why am I getting choked up when I say this? But there was just so many times where I would feel so threatened by men on the street, but um, didn't want to like yell back in fear of what they could do to me after, you know? Like if I called them some kind of a mean name in response because I was so offended, I wouldn't want them to like follow me home and then hurt me. Um, so uh, I, I definitely would still speak out. And that's what I mean when I say like radical feminism in that way. Like I would, I would yell back something along the lines of, do you speak to your mom that way? Or would you say that to your sister? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And um, I made a video on catcalling a couple years ago and somebody commented and was like, dude, every time that happens to me, I whip my taser out of my purse and I give it a couple of quick sparks and just say, you want to hear what my taser has to say about that? (laughs) Oh, which is just fucking funny. But yeah, there's just like so many ways to react that are, um, I guess, a little bit more productive than just being like, shut up, you idiot. <laughs> um, and I really would just always say, I think that's pretty productive in in some ways is say, hey, would you say that to your mom or your sister or any other woman in your life? Like, would you speak to them in that tone? Because it makes me feel really bad, man. And I, uh, I don't know. I just had so many situations like that when I lived in the city that it kind of like stripped me of my confidence to wear certain things because I didn't want to go out and get threatened in my day-to-day life just because I thought I was looking cute, you know? And I was, but it's like, you don't have to fucking yell at me about it. You can say, you look beautiful today and I will take it as a compliment, but you don't have to yell some absurdities at me. And, you know, men have a hard time accepting that, I guess, is that like catcalling is not a form of flattery. It's actually really fucking terrifying. Um, so that's just like my main, <laughs> my main point whenever I would get catcalled is like trying to explain to them, but also not wanting to talk to them. So it was like, oh, I don't know, man. It was just the dupe toss, as I like to say. <laughs> Two sides of a coin. You never know what you're going to get. You could get my feisty yelling back side um, or my explanation side or my running away side. So I guess there's three heads of the coin. But uh, (laughs) anyways, um, yeah, I think feminism is really important in those scenarios specifically because you're like, yo, dude, I'm not my body. Like, please stop. Um, Just because I'm looking good doesn't give you the right to say any kind of gross shit to me. So yeah, that was a huge thing that Finley was um, kind of more hyper aware of with me. And I think it caused him a lot of like emotional turmoil um, in the city because he didn't know how to properly react at first. But we just had so many conversations of like, it's always more productive to have a calm 
explanation to these people rather than yelling something back at them. But there was just like a lot of compiled scenarios. Like we had a motherfucker who used to just like kind of verbally abuse me in his apartment building and just like incessantly would catcall me and just seemed to like never get the message that um, every time I came over to Finley's, I was going to see him not to, um, to be catcalled and, you know, spoken to poorly. And Finley just had to have a serious conversation with him after like the fourth straw <laughs> and was like, please, stop it. Okay. I've talked to you about this before, sir. I just need you to take a step back. You're really making my girl feel uncomfortable. And I just, I feel like I need to step in at this point and let you know that it's really not okay. And you're probably doing it to the other women in this building. So please stop. (laughs) And he never said anything to me after that, which was nice. And I definitely appreciated that. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's that's my beloved Finley for you there. Just learning lessons, just like all of us in regards to feminism and ways to react to certain things with his woman. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm going to play another song, specifically Unemployed by Tierra Wack, my baby girl. I just found out about Tierra Wack probably like, I don't know, two months ago or something like that. And Unemployed is one of her newest songs, and I love it so friggin' much. I just love her flow in this song, and the beat is crazy good, and I'm hoping that I get to see her at Outside Lands if her set is not overlapping with somebody else that I want to see. Anyways, enjoy the tune. I must be a criminal, yeah. keep it talking minimal, yeah. cause most of it's subliminal, yeah. and it'll put you in a critical, yeah, yeah. used to be invisible, yeah. they refer to me as mythical, yeah. sipping on mystical, yeah, sipping slow, yeah. not on my level, not on your tippy toes, yeah. walk in the back and I yell, give me those, yeah. hot as a stove, yeah, I'm wearing finny clothes, yeah. I want my spot, yeah, look at Wendy knows, yeah. my niggas eating, they getting minerals, yeah. if you go shots, you know my men are roll, yeah. up with your block, now you looking pitiful, yeah. tinted the windows, I need a minute, yo, yeah. I leave your missus all mad and miserable, go. you picked the wrong time to pick a fight, your bitch a dyke, she thinks she Ike, you sipping on a drink of spike. Enough for you to say goodnight for the rest of your life. I know your sons won't miss you. I did a favor for them niggas. You took a loss to a winner. Rick Ross, you been dinner. You ain't fly, I make your wings stop. I'm real as fuck and your ring's not. Fresh as hell like a king socks. Your real car is a slingshot. Don't need a gun, I use a slingshot. If I was a beverage, you would have to drink hot. Gotta drive, I gotta do. Yeah. I get down and dirty too. Yeah. What it is, what it do. Yeah. Same shit, nothing new. Yeah. Gotta drive, gotta do. Yeah. Gotta get down and dirty too. Yeah. What it is, what it do. Yeah. Same shit, nothing new. Yeah. Gotta drive, I gotta do. Yeah. I get down and dirty too. Yeah. What it is, what it do. Yeah. Same shit, nothing new. Yeah. Gotta drive, I gotta do. Yeah. I get down and dirty too. Yeah. What it is, what it do. Yeah. Same shit, nothing new. Go. Having flashbacks for your past that. Where the cash at? And your past that. I will stab back just for bags racks. Front on me. And I'll punch your ass flat Are you okay? Please don't ask that I don't act black Got a fat cat You a rat 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 a tat 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 a tat tat Tattoos but you can't see them Ice cold yeah I'm going skin I get around at the Coliseum Used to roam around with no pot to pee And I was pissed off Get away with murder like Kristoff You get crisscrossed in the big loft I'm a big boss So much sauce I drip broth The wait is over I'm taking over You're overweight You ate a soda I'm super sober You doing coke 
Coca-Cola ahead of you. Like a closure when Troy died, I had to find some closure. Don't push me, bitch. I am not a stroller. Pop up on a nigga like bread and toast. A double D cup, you should use a coaster. I'm on the post and need to deal like coaster. So I shop it over, blue faces. And I call them growers, but if he can't rover, I'm that older. Wanna be like me when I get older. Talk to God, then he came over. Talk to God, then he came over. Got a job, I gotta do. I get down to dirty too. What it is, what it do. Same shit, nothing new. Got a job, gotta do. I get down to dirty too. What it is, what it do. Same shit, nothing new. Got a job, I gotta do. I get down to dirty too. What it is, what it do. Same shit, nothing new. Got a job, I gotta do. I get down to dirty too. What it is, what it do. Same shit, nothing new. Oh boy, I just love Tierra Wack so much. I find her very eccentric and really creative and just so lovely and interesting to watch. Like, she's so entertaining. I just, I love everything about her. And I think that women being, like, really loud and, um, I don't know, maybe a little bit over the top can be wonderful because it's just its own form of feminism, right? Making your voice heard in ways of extravagance and just loud outfits. Like, I'm so fucking here for that. Um, I wanted to really quickly, though, play a kind of more... I don't know, chill artist, <laughs> No Name Gypsy. Well, she just goes by No Name now, but when I first found out about her, her name was No Name Gypsy. And I found out about No Name because she was on Chance's um, very first project he released, Acid Rap, Chance the Rapper I'm talking about. Um, and they had a song together on there called Lost. And they also have another song together called Israel that I love so much. But her favorite album, um, her favorite album, no, my favorite album from her is Telephone. And I'm going to play you my favorite song off of it, which is Diddy Bop featuring Rory, who also is so wonderful. I think I actually played him in my last episode um, about spirituality. Rory's great. She's great. Love her so much. Love how just like wonderfully chill her raps are. She's just like really, uh, she's so nice to just put on and just kind of chill out to. Like, I just, I don't even know how to describe it other than that. She's just a chillaxed lady and that's how I feel about her. And I saw her in concert and I felt the exact same way. Like it was just such a relaxed show. It wasn't like over the top hype. Not that that would be a bad thing, but like she just has a different, more relaxed way about life. And I love her for it. Okay. Enjoy this tune, Diddy Bop. I wanted to include her in this for freaking sure. So I'm playing it, baby. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Sippy, sippy cup, baby, turn baby up. Henny invented the catalyst for happiness in my cup. This sound like kiddies on the playground, mama was running up. Ooh, you about to get your ass beat. This sound like niggas complaining when they bitches like Razzy. B2K in the stereo, we juke in the backseat. Or juke in the basement, in love with my case. Where's this feel like jumping in the pool and I'm knowing I can't swim? Ooh, you about to get your ass beat for stealing that $20. Like, baby, just ask me. Mama said she love, love, loved us When the lights was off, we had to stay with cousins Granny at the BBQ with Bendy as husband Summertime, city lights, shot town My town, my town After school matters like I'm needing that stipend right now Can the cup parking lot got caught with the blunt like wow, wow Run 
run, run Mama say come home before the street lights do Ice cream on my front porch and my new food Boo and my A1s too Watching my happy block, my whole neighborhood hit the diddy bop This is like growing out my clothes With stars in my pocket dreaming about making my hood glow This sound like every place I would go if I could fly This feel like every summertime Fall asleep dreaming about all the places I could go And every one of them feels so close Still chasing time And I am not a star, I am a meteor On a crash course towards Earth Across the cosmos versus Perseus For the father of his birth To tell the truth that I'm his real son Get blocked, I'm a built one Get blocked, I'm a built two Hope that you see it's a staircase Still pray for a fair day Where they give a fair race To the male Nate and the Dogons And the Essays and the Fairface Keith H when I peel paint Rain bars with a pink blue And a sea foam type of green hue Make a clear space Stop overreacting It's past my curfew and my after six Happily making my accident Mama gon' whoop on my ass again Pray that I'm making my way before eight And I might have to sneak in the back again Hope that memorial trafficking Hope that she's stopping for gas again Girl, I just wanna relax again Pray you gon' bring this shit back again Pray you gon' bring this shit back again I know Mama say come home before the street lights do Ice cream on my front porch and my new football and my A1s too Watching my happy block, my whole neighborhood hit the ditch. This sound like growing out my clothes With stars in my pocket dreaming about making my hood glow This sound like every place I would go if I could fly This feel like every summertime Fall asleep dreaming about all the places I could go And every one of them feels so close, still chasing time. Watching my happy block on the Great fucking song. I forgot to say that Cam O.B. or Cam O'By is also featured in that song. He's the one hitting those nice harmonies and beautiful notes. Um, I wanted to talk about one last quick topic in this, which I think um, kind of falls under the realm of, I guess... Yeah, I guess it kind of falls under the realm of feminism because I could do like a sex work episode, but I really don't know enough about sex work and I I would want like to have a sex worker on to talk about those types of things and not just like share my blind opinions. But somebody suggested to me as a topic, um, like a taboo topic to discuss in the podcast was gender roles and selling sex. So, you know, women specifically selling their body types for, I don't know, views, clout, whatever it might be, who the fuck knows, um, or just to make some bank. And to be honest with you, I part of me wants to say, who the fuck am I to judge, one, and who the fuck am I to say that this is right or wrong for people to do? Because I am truly, and I've said this before on the podcast and I'll keep saying it until I die, 
I am for women and all people doing whatever makes them happy as long as it is not hurting someone else or as long as it is not non-consensual, you know? Um, Like if she has to sell sex because she's being threatened to, because she's being blackmailed or some shit like that. Like, no, I'm not in support of that, but I'm in support of women doing whatever the fuck they want with their bodies because it's their body. So that goes for men too and people of all gender identifications, okay? So that's my little note on that. But I wanted to talk about this in this episode because I find it very, very interesting that the most popular female rappers in America, at least, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, they both have a very distinct look to them. Am I right? Huge boobs, huge butt, (laughs) super slim, thick in the waist area, and just all of that jazz. Kim Kardashian as well. That whole Kardashian-Jenner family situation. Like, they they sell sex and they sell products, you know? Um, but I, I think, like, the image of them is what kind of draws people in. So it's like, if that is what is the attention grabber for women to be able to make their voices heard, and that's what they want to be doing, and that's how they want to be seen, then like, live your best life, do whatever the fuck you want, you know? And when it comes to selling sex, I kind of have like a personal relation to this, because I have realized, and you can see this on my channel, if you go to my most viewed videos, and sort on my channel by that, All of my videos with the most views, for the most part, are all suggestive thumbnails of me wearing clothing and you being able to see, like, the shape of my body, you know? And people fucking love that. And it gets me good views and it pays the bills. And so I was talking to my manager about this recently and being like, hey, you know, I've been meaning to talk to you about this, like... Is it inherently wrong that I feel this kind of way about doing this? Like, I feel like I need to make thumbnails be suggestive for my hauls to get clicks and get the views, you know? Because that's literally, like, I get paid off of views and people watching my ads and stuff on them. So it's like the more people watching my videos, then the more people, you know, make me money. And um, I was just kind of telling her, like, I almost feel shameful about that part of my life. And she was like, I do not think you should feel shame about that in any way, shape, or form. Like, you know what works. And maybe it makes you, like, kind of question people's intentions. But what I think about for myself, um, what do I do when I'm on YouTube and I see a thumbnail like that? I fucking click it. (laughs) And even if it's like one of my friends who like I don't think about sexually and I'm not like objectifying her body, I just want to see how she looks in videos and um, how the clothes look on her and things like that. And my manager was sharing how she just thinks it's inspiring for people to be able to see that level of confidence, like you wearing clothes and making them look badass and how they look on your body, like your level of confidence is what draws people in like oh damn you look good and part of me wants to either look like that or congratulate you on how you look and um, maybe a portion of those people who watch are older men who kind of just like want to think weird things about my body that's not what I really like to 
think about when it comes to those things. It's more so just inspiring people to feel confident in like wearing, I don't know, whatever makes them feel good, you know? And that's the type of things that I like to wear is things that make me feel good and make me feel sexy and confident. So I feel like sharing that confidence with people is the underlying message. Um, But, you know, it just depends on intention, (laughs) which is what it all comes back to, folks. But now I'm realizing that we are an hour in (laughs) and I have one more song to play for you guys to wrap all of this up. And that song is Act Up by City Girls. (laughs) And this song is so fucking like slightly absurd, but also very funny. And I don't know, I just find City Girls to be so entertaining. I also find them so, so talented and I just love their beats. I love their flow. I love that they are absolutely iconic. And I'm going to play this as the last song to wrap this up today on a nice note of just getting hype, okay? So I hope you play this and you get hype. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I feel like it was kind of scattered all over the place. I was talking about feminism and intersectionality and social justice and safe spaces and toxic masculinity as well as catcalling and proper ways to respond to things (laughs) and then selling sex and that's kind of what we wrapped up on. So I hope that I addressed things well and if you have any questions, You can obviously leave them down below and we can continue the conversation in the comments. I love to read your comments. Please leave me a comment if you're listening on SoundCloud or you can leave me a review on the iTunes store or you can share this with your friends on Spotify and just tell people about the pod, okay? I love doing this and I hope you love it too. All right, give me a little like and a repost on SoundCloud if that's where you're listening. And um, yeah, okay, have a great night or day. I'm uploading this at night. So anyways, uh, bye. Last bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. Big Birkin bag, whole five, six figures. Stripes on my ass, so he call his pussy tigger. Fucking on a scamming ass, rich ass nigga. Same group of bitches, ain't no ass to the picture. Drop a couple rights, watch his ass get bigger. Drinking on looking, I'm looking at your nigga. If it's funny, why eat? You can eat it like a slicker. I ain't got time for you, fake ass hoes. Talking all loud in them fake ass clothes. Fake ass shoes, match that fake ass gold. I'm the realest bitch, ever see you snake ass hoes. Act up, you could get snatched up. Act up, you could get snatched up. Act up, you could get snatched up. Dirty ass ass, baby girl, you need to back up. It's your Miami and I can't run my sack up. Tired ass hoes on my page trying to track us. Brand new chain city girls going platinum. I keep a baby block, I ain't fighting with no random, period. You bitches weak, is you serious? I let him taste a pussy, now he acting all delirious. Did a dash, she didn't rub it like his face is furious. You see my number in his phone, now you acting curious. He gon' buy me Gucci if I ask for it He a classy nigga walk his town for it I bet your little sister wanna look like me I bet your little brother wanna fuck on me Hood bitch, good pussy, I ain't average, um He can't come around without that cabbage, um Pop a pussy bitch quick like a bubble gum I ain't never worry, I just deal with it for fun Act up, you can get snatched up Act up, you can get snatched up 
I'ma fuck you till you ain't one If that nigga scammer, I'm turning to a dancer I make it clap like he got the right answer Sit on it with manners, get it harder than a hammer He want a freak, pussy pink, breast cancer Oh, you like big butts, why I like big butts I don't care about your chain, nigga, or your big truck Yeah, I know you getting it, but if you spinning it Give a fuck what a nigga got if he ain't giving it Bad ass bitch, bad attitude Yeah, son, hair done, ass too Yo, baby, daddy fucking me and sucking me He don't answer you, bitch, that's because of me. Act up, you could get snatched up. Act up, you could get snatched up. Act up, you could get snatched up. Dirty ass ass, baby girl, you need to back up. 